trouble. G.I. Joe is there. G.I. Joe American hero. G.I. Joe is there. It's G.I. Joe against Cobra and Destro fighting to save the day. He never gives up. He's always there. Fighting for freedom over land and air. G.I. Joe G.I. Joe is the code name for America's daring, highly trained special mission force. Its purpose, to defend human freedom against Cobra, a ruthless terrorist organization determined to rule the world. He never gives up. He'll stay till the fight's won. G.I. Joe will dare. G.I. Joe. All right, guys. Welcome back. We're going to head right into our store rapporto. Um, first off, what we've seen here, uh, essentially, we have just seen a ridiculous amount of exclusives. Um, pretty much uh, most of the stuff that's been talked about um, at San Diego Comic-Con, we have now seen. Um, we've seen the Imperial Arc 170, the Clone Turbo Tank. Uh, we've seen the next wave of... Um, of G.I. Joe, including Helix and the Crimson Viper. Uh, we've seen Wave 2 of Human Alliance with uh, Sideswipe and Epps. Uh, also, we've seen the new uh, Toys R Us exclusive Lego Home 1. That's the fan choice Mon Cal Cruiser, as well as the Transformer 2 exclusive 3-inch Titanium 2-packs and the Clone Wars tin. Uh, that's exclusive to Toys R Us. While we were actually at JoeCon, we saw something that was pretty damn cool, if not overpriced. Uh, <laughs> was uh, they had uh, two packs of GI Joe Alpha vehicles. So they had the Warthog or the, um, whew, excuse me, damn it. The little mini tank <laughs> uh, with the ATV, and then they had the snowmobile with the uh, mole pod. Uh, two packs, they were 40 bucks a piece. Considering these vehicles are only $15 a piece, that was a little expensive for a two pack. But like we mentioned on the last podcast, there was a guy at JoeCon selling these. This was the first time I'd ever seen these. I've, I've actually never heard of them on a website or anything yet as a sighting. And this guy had them there. So you know he just bought them from that fucking toy store, you <laughs> yeah. know, as we were walking in. Because the place in uh, here, and now we can get back to this story. The place we parked all weekend was this little underground garage and this little, like, indoor boutique-style shopping mall that was attached to the Weston. And uh, so we would park there, we'd come up, and then there was a sky walkway all the way to the Hyatt Regency. Which is what, three blocks, would you say? Um, no, it was one block down, one, it was, yeah. One block down, one block up, and then another block down. So yeah, three yeah. blocks. And it kind of went at an angle, so you were kind of doing two blocks. Yeah. Um, so we walked past these two packs every day and I was like, ooh, I just, I love packaging variants and that's kind of my downfall. Yes. <laughs> I buy a lot of the same shit in different packages. And what was this called again? Open your toys? 
<laughs> hey, I like my shit in box and in package too. Um, and then uh, just this week at a Walgreens, I saw the Warriors from Three Worlds uh, 25th Anniversary Transformers pack, which is essentially repacks of the Cybertron uh, Cybertron molds. Uh, not really thrilled uh 20 bucks they were six to seven bucks when they originally came out so you're pretty much paying the same price i already have these molds so that was a pretty easy pass but that was at a walgreens that i saw those so if you're interested <laughs> i love it goes from 29 days ago to three days ago i know that's when my phone was out when i couldn't twitter oh, or anything right. and then my computer crashed and I'm like, oh, I better make sure my phone's working. So I did a hard reset on my phone, lost all the my same contacts. Day he, his computer crashed. That was hilarious. Yeah, I, I've had bad technology issues. And what's so funny is that's what I am. I'm a tech guy. I'm in charge of the backups at my work. <laughs> <laughs> and I still had a, I'm still having screwy issues with my fucking uh, backup, but. Anyways, uh, what other people are seeing, well, again, sorry, let me, before, so we've seen the uh, Walmart exclusive uh, Octopodo droid or whatever, Octopod droid, um, so essentially the figure they released in the uh, 30th anniversary line that had three little uh, legs and then had the ball on top. Oh, yeah. Well, they released a full-size version of it based on the Clone Wars deco from the movie. Remember Wasn't when... Wasn't that at Comic-Con? Didn't they show that at Comic-Con? Yeah, yeah, they did. And, and how big it was. Like, yeah, dude, because it's massive. It's like it stands that big if you stamp, put its legs straight. I mean, it's massive. He's showing like three, four feet. Three feet? Two uh, feet. Maybe two and a half feet. Two feet. So it's, yeah. <laughs> Four feet. <laughs> I'm like, it's this big. Can you imagine something that big? That's amazing. As I put my hands up in a podcast. Um, but uh, so we've seen those. Uh, we've picked up or I've picked up the Walmart exclusive uh, uh, G.I. Joe two packs. Um, let's see. What else? I, God, we've just seen like tons of exclusives that they announced uh we've picked up the kmart exclusive um uh clone or or clone what the hell was it it's the pack where they repacked all of the original tartakovsky clone wars figures the arc trooper uh, the, the heavy gunner um it's not an evolutions it's just that four pack um, but we also got the Clone Commando Evolutions. That's the one I'm thinking of. I got that too. Well, and this isn't what we got, but this is things we've seen and and things that I've picked up as well. Uh, we'll be going over those in a little bit more detail in another in our next episode of what we got um, around the world, or at least around the boards here. It looks like animated activators uh, Wave Six has popped up. This was at a stop and shop, which I've never heard of, in Hope Valley, Rhode Island. Um, there's also, uh, that was the Fire Blast Grimlock. And this is the repaint of Grimlock and, and Fire Deco. So it kind of looks like Cro-Magnum 
Grimlock. Grr. <laughs> uh, we also sound. I I'm not really interested in that. I have the original uh, Activators Grimlock, which is really cool. But I do want an Activator Soundwave, and that's been spotted as well. Uh, if you're not familiar with the Activators, there. And he's the, a Scion. Yeah. Okay. Next, a uh, Sabertron member uh, spotted a new Minicon 10 pack. Which uh, I thought I remembered something about this, but they're saying that this was never even brought up, that it had never been seen before. Um, I know originally this was supposed to be a Walmart Walmart exclusive, um, but they actually found it. Oh, wow. That's a little zoomed, eh? Um, Oh, it's probably pictures of each figure. Um, but this was originally supposed to be a Walmart exclusive. Uh, now it's popping up in uh, Mayor stores, which we don't have here in Denver. They're more of an East Coast thing. I went to a Mayor store in Cincinnati when I was out there for BotCon. Oh. Um, but uh, uh, they are going to be in Kmart's in our part of the land, which means they're going to be overpriced. Yay. And being a Minicon guy, I'll definitely be wanting to pick this up, especially because it's some of my favorite Minicons. Um, So be watching for that. Uh, His tank had a member reporting that the, quote, internet. Really? Did that just link me to my own page? Uh, The internet exclusive extreme. It does link to my own page. Uh, Internet exclusive (laughs) extreme condition seven pack. So that's the Arctic assault team and the desert assault team are at Rite Aids. And for only 20 bucks, I spent like 35 bucks on these or 30 bucks or something like that. And now you can fucking buy them at a Rite Aid, which is overpriced. Deluxes at Rite Aid are $17. Oh, wow. Uh, Star Wars figures are $11 at Rite Aids. And you have these $35 multi-packs of trans- or Transformers, of G.I. Joes, at Rite Aid for 20 bucks. That's ridiculous. So I, if I find them, I might just buy a couple for some army building, because that's a ridiculously good price. You going to build armies now? Build armies. Where are you going to do that? <laughs> An army only takes an inch by an inch, so I have quite a few square inches. (laughs) Are Um, we building another shed? (laughs) No, we're not. Is it going to be your little playroom? No. Did you let the dogs out on break? I did. Knowing that they were going to bark during the segment to be let back in. Yep. (laughs) All right, Mrs. McFavorite will be right back. (laughs) An AllSpark member spotted. Human Alliance Wave 3, that's essentially uh, skids with Michaela, and I think this has uh, uh, RC with them as well, um, at a super target in Hesperia, California. So those, it looks like they're hitting as well, so keep an eye out for them. Uh, Terradrome members spotted Wave 4 of the Rise of Cobra figures at a Toys R Us. Uh, this one's got, again, like what I was talking about, a uh, lot of the interesting characters that are being repurposed into movie-style characters. So we get a Red Fang Ninja. Uh, we get a uh, 
a night adder, which is one of the very cool uh, 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 Viper command elite Vipers, but uh, redecoed and uh, different accessories. And he comes with a dog. And then uh, we also have a Nano Viper. That's the Viper that has uh, green armor, like he's being attacked by the nanobots. We get a Charbroil. And uh, finally, we get Kamakura. And being a ninja guy, I'm very excited about Kamakura. Yeah. So those are hitting now. (laughs) (laughs) Those are hitting. So keep an eye out for those. And finally, a TFW 2005 member spotted the gathering at the Nemesis at a Toys R Us in Huntington Beach, California. on the fence about this pack i think if they did a buy two get one free promotion with the transformers again like around christmas i might pick this up in conjunction with something else but uh gathering at the nemesis is the uh, original transformers movie megatron uh a repacked uh, fallen and then the thing that makes it ultra cool is the g1 decoed sound movie sound wave so we get a cool uh blue and silver sound wave but if you're not interested in the other two figures which i really wasn't because i'm waiting for the flaming fallen that's right <laughs> the gay fallen uh, i'm waiting for the toys R Us exclusive of him i already have a megatron even though I wish he didn't have the snow pieces or ice pieces like the original one had. But I really would love a G1 Deco uh, movie Soundwave. It is rumored that he's going to be released on a single card eventually. There's been uh, uh, pictures of a single card release of him at um, a single card release of him in Japan or China, I would assume. So if you if that's the only reason why you want this three pack, just hold on to your money. I'm sure we're going to be a single see a single release of him uh, in this in the ads this week. There's not really that much. Uh, Toys R Us is ha- kind of having a Star Wars extravaganza. They've got lots of stuff on sale. Um, not that we support them here anymore, but they have a uh, Star Wars Transformers for eleven ninety nine. Um, they've got uh, a lot of the role play stuff on sale. They've got Star Wars gaming accessories for 25% off. They've got the, uh, uh, not Voyager class, what do they call them? Essentially, they've got the uh, Star Wars vehicles going for 20 bucks, which off their normal price is five bucks off and off of Walmart is two bucks cheaper than Walmart. Uh, uh, let's see what else. And then the big thing that they have, and this is the thing that I'm kind of interested in. I don't know if I'll be going out of my way to pick this up is they have the, uh, clone wars, uh, commando dossier and it's essentially this little book that they're giving away if you buy oh, excuse me $30 or more and it's just got some information on the clone wars and the cartoon and the figures and that kind of stuff so 
Um, I'm always a sucker for printed material, so I might find a reason to buy 30 bucks worth of stuff, <laughs> even if it's... He'll find an excuse to buy 30 bucks of stuff with anything. <laughs> oh, did I say that? Oh, yeah. Oh. What if I do this? What if I go and buy $30 worth of stuff, get the free book, and then return the $30 worth of stuff? What do you think of that? I think you just incriminated yourself. <laughs> Um, also, if you uh, follow us on Twitter, uh, you'll see that uh, Walmart now has uh, all of their Transformers discounted. Uh, they call it a rollback, how long it'll last. We, we've seen them roll back and then go back up with like the animated figures where, or just deluxes in general, where they dropped them to eight bucks and then um, popped them back up. But uh, Right now, Walmart has deluxes for ten bucks, Voyagers for twenty bucks, and Leaders for thirty-five bucks. So, uh, if you've been waiting to pick up any uh, movie toys or anything like that, now is the time to do it. Right, Mrs. McFavorite. Right, right, Orini. So it's a uh, six thirty in the evening. Uh, way earlier than we've probably recorded any other podcast, and Mrs. McFavorite is still displaying some of the it's 11 o'clock at night on a work night <laughs> traits well it's all the stuff that i don't do <laughs> i know okay <laughs> <laughs> i just have one earphone on because the other one's messing with my ear so i can't hear myself but it's just stuff that i I'm not really a part of. Well, so I just get to sit here listen, and if I have a comment to make, I make it. <laughs> and I know you've, you've got... My toes. <laughs> <laughs> and like we said before, Miss McFavorite's a little disgruntled on the toys right now. She's seen what I'm dealing with with my toys. She's kind of taken a look around her toy room and been like... My credit card could be paid off right now. Yeah. <laughs> kind of I wouldn't have these credit card problems if. <laughs> <laughs> um, but online, speaking of credit cards, uh, new <laughs> items and pre-orders. Uh, TF Source. Nice segue. <laughs> <laughs> TF Source has the Hinkay uh, Classics or Hinkay Slash Classics Starscream Coronation Custom Upgrade Kit. Uh, so if you're familiar with the upgrade kit that was done for Masterpiece Starscream, which I have and is very amazing, they are now doing one for uh, Starscream. I am much less impressed with this one, though. This one is looking really wonky. Um, it's, that crown is weird. Dude, it's just freaking massive. I mean, look at that. It's all, it's all in eating Starscream's face. He's all, ah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it looks like a little kid that put his dad's clothes on, you know? <laughs> it does. Like his, his uh, little guns on his arms are way too big. His shoulder pauldrons <laughs> are way too big. His cape looks about right. Um, so all we're getting right now are prototype shots and then um also some uh computer uh, uh some 3d renderings of it um it's it's not terribly expensive i guess if you're buying it with something else it, it's 20 bucks 
and then you got to tack on shipping onto that. But I definitely want to see some on re online reviews of that before I order that. Um, Entertainment Earth has some of the latest Star Wars cases up for pre-order right now. We get uh, Legacy Wave 13 as well as Clone Wars Wave 11. Did you put these orders in? No. I'm so proud of you. No, I'm not buying cases because I, I don't want oh, all the figures. Cool. But I'll tell you what. I do want quite a figure. Quite a freaking few of this legacy, legacy, legacy wave legacy 13. Collection. <laughs> um, so again, this is their. This is going to be their EU, I believe, wave, and then it just has uh, some from other waves. Uh, we get an Obi Wan Episode One. Uh, we get the Darth Maul Evolutions figure, which is yeah, the super cool. the the bare chested tattooed Darth Maul, which we've seen tons of times. Uh, we get um, Luke Skywalker from the Death Star Two slash Jedi. This is where he has his uh, binders on. It looks like um, we get. Uh, R2-D2 um, with uh, retaining bolt and Jawa stun net. So you get the little electricity. Sweetie. Sorry, I didn't mean to shake the table. My Just bad. pick her up if you want her. In your no, I didn't realize my arm was resting on the table. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, you, get a, you get a best fit wing guard, which I haven't. I could care less about. You get uh, Space Trooper, which I'm very excited about. Uh, all new Space Trooper. That was one of the original EU figures. You get a Force Unleashed Shock T, and this Shock T is hot. Look at her boobies. He's a boob guy. Oh, dude, her red boobies are so hot. Um, <laughs> anyways, you get uh, Chewbacca with a headset, which that just looks like a release, a re-release of the Trouble with Minox Chewbacca. And then, of course, the big call was we finally get a Jason and Jaina solo figure. Um, we get a Kirk Croc, which I have no Let idea. Let me see Jason and Jaina. There's um, Jaina, and that's Jason. Uh not excited? No, I just wanted to see what they were supposed to look like. And uh, Jason has, if I remember my EU correctly, Jason has a, a, a little being that's living on him that kind of forces him uh, to the dark side. Spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> after the fact <laughs> and then one of my favorite stories and my favorite concepts all throughout star wars is we get a dark trooper phase one and he's got a real weird like hypnotic shield thing but then he's got a cool like spike coming out of his arm that i think was supposed to be like the early oh, wait, stages of a lightsaber up? So it's that thing that's next to Shock T, not the big stormtrooper no, guy. This is a space trooper. Space that trooper guy. So he's got a space oh, trooper. Oh, I thought suit that on. shield was the space troopers. Okay, oh, I can no, see the connection. Yeah. There. All right. Thank you. So this case, I'm very <laughs> excited about. Again, not enough. Again, not enough to worry. Besides, 
besides some of the fan choice stuff like Darth Ravon and uh, uh, Darth Malak. Um, and then, of course, the Macquarie was a big to-do during the 30th anniversary. But now we're getting them all in two different box sets. I mean, besides those yes, figures. Yes, fuck you, Hasbro, for <laughs> making my, my set worthless. Your single carded's will still be worth a lot. Okay. I mean, that's the whole thing. Because those are, I'm planning on selling those. <laughs> people will still want single carded. There's people out there that just collect single carded, you know, and they don't really give a shit about battle packs and shit like that. Hey, they you want guys, sing- call me. <laughs> <laughs> I got your single cards. <laughs> So that is actually a case I'm really excited about. And then the Clone Wars Wave 11. Uh, no pictures yet of this. Again, if you go to our show notes, we have linked to that Wave uh, that uh, uh, 13. Two Captain Rexes and two Anakins. It sounds like they were bored. Or- well, again, they re-release. Like each new wave that comes out, uh-huh. there's maybe only five or six well, in the case of the other one, there's like eight new figures, uh-huh. and then the the rest are repacks. Okay, I will. <laughs> um, but uh, in this, we're getting a Ala Sakura, we're getting a Commander Thayer's Trooper, a Honda Onaka, Commander Bly, which I'm very excited about, a Matchstick, a Yoda and Cloth Robe, although we've already gotten that, so the rest are the repacks from that wave. But uh, those are up for pre-order on Entertainment Earth, guaranteed to be mint every time. And then Lego, um, I don't know if I bit, I'm sure I bitched about this on a past podcast. Uh, Target put out exclusive mini Star Wars Lego sets. And I love Lego, one. I have almost every single Star Wars Lego set ever created. He does, really, he does. (laughs) She's like, no joke. There's boxes of them downstairs. Just carried like 30 pounds of them upstairs today. (laughs) Um, And then, but the thing I love the most about the Lego sets are the mini sets. I love to see how they recreate these vehicles in like two to three inch models. And uh, Target had exclusive mini sets this year. And no one ever reported on them until after Christmas. And because I didn't hear anything from other fucking podcasts, I didn't think to go check the stocking stuffer aisle. So I went after Christmas, and of course they were all sold out. Somebody call the Wambulance. <laughs> We so need they, to get this guy a Wham burger and some French fries. <laughs> <laughs> so I missed out on a mini V19 Torrent and a mini uh, Grievous Starfighter. Uh, it looks like finally they uh, Lego put up the mini V19 Torrent uh, for the good low price of $4. But if that's all I buy, then it's $5 shipping. Um, but so I'm definitely interested in that and I'm glad to see that that's back online. I'm going to hold off a while and see if they put the Grievous up there because I'd like to do some combined shipping, but if not, eh, them's the breaks. Yeah. He talked me into combined shipping with my death eaters. He's like, I get combined shipping if. Hey, and I got you a kick ass fucking price, right? I know. I'm just giving you a hard time. Okay. Yeah, we both, and this will be in a future what we got once we get it. It's been a fucking while. 
Um, we've picked up some amazing new figures, amazing prices. Figures that originally went from anywhere from twelve to fifteen bucks a piece, we got them all for eight bucks a piece. So. Just another reason not to buy shit the first day it comes out. It's most likely going to get cheaper at some point. And he's trying to make money on the shit that he bought. <laughs> Am I? I don't know. Are you? On what shit I bought? Really? You have to ask? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, did I put about, you on the oh, spot? Oh, you're talking about all the, oh, all the shit that I'm planning to sell. I could really give a shit about making money. I just want to make my money back. And that's <laughs> going to be hard enough at this point. <laughs> I always thought, oh, I'll buy this because I'll at least make my money back. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> Anyways, uh, speaking of making your money back, sales and promos <laughs> going on right now online. Uh, Brian's Toys continues its sell-off as, as fast as it can, it seems like. Or not as fast as it can, but... They are constantly having promotions uh, since the economic crisis, and they're back to their free toys promotion. Um, Nothing here really grabs me as being amazing. You know, they if you spend thirty five bucks, you have a selection of toys. If you spend fifty bucks, you have a selection of toys. Uh, if you spend a hundred bucks, you have a selection of toys, 150, 300. Again, they're all shit that's going for pretty damn cheap. I guess it's a nice thing. Like if you're like, Oh, I was going to buy this vintage figure anyways. Why not get a spirit of Yoda exclusive mini bust? I was going to say, oh, we are not getting it. You keep saying you want to get into statues and busts. I do want to get into statues and busts, but I wish that they were the price of three and three quarter (laughs) action figures. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, okay, just sell your entire three and three quarter action figure collection. You'll be able to buy exactly two busts. Oh, I was about to be like, one. (laughs) Um, Entertainment Earth is also offering 15 bucks off of $100 or more. Use source code 1003091. That's directly from my uh, magazine. If you want to know about these promotions uh, and see a really cool catalog, again, I'm a big print guy. Oh my God, that's so cute. And I just disturbed them. I know. I'm, I a, s- big, <laughs> I'm a big, oh, now she's going to fuck with them. I'm a big print guy. Um, so I signed up for their free catalog. And I guess I don't care about the earth either. Um, so sign up for the free catalog. They always have a promotion, either free shipping or a certain amount off of a certain amount. Um, but that's entertainment earth again, $15 off of a hundred bucks or more source code one zero zero three zero nine one. And finally I posted a link. Uh, what we, I totally forgot about this in the San Diego comic-con. Oh, you're scaring target, sweetie. I'm trying to take a picture of this cuteness. Sorry. (laughs) Our two dogs are cuddling, and they never cuddle. But my dog hates cameras. cameras. (laughs) Like flashes. Our our cameras don't even flash. They just have a bright light. Oh, and now he's scared. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) They just have a bright light. If you hold anything up to your face and look at him, 
he thinks you're trying to take his picture and he runs. It's He's like, my soul. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, I meant to post this during the San Diego Comic-Con wrap-up, but things from another world, T-A-T-F-A-W.com. That's T-F-A-W.com. Had a promotion at San Diego Comic-Con if you went to a certain URL. And let's just go to that URL from the link because I don't think I've ever gone to it. And it doesn't work anymore. Oh, I have a broken link. Wow, I suck. You do. So if you go to tfaw.com slash offer slash sdccfree. So tfaw.com slash offer slash San Diego Comic Con initials free. You get a coupon for $5 off your next in-stock purchase. How long and does that last? Until the end of this year. Wow. Oh, yeah. And, and I don't know how long the other sales last at Brian's Toys and Entertainment Earth. So go get them while the getting's good. Uh, so anyways. Hopefully they're not gone. <laughs> Um, there's no minimum purchase. It's five bucks off graphic novels, statues, and collectibles. Um, I guess that means it's not off of comics. The whole promotion was get a free comic on us. That's kind of interesting. Anyways, there's fine print. Go check it out. Um, you get free, a uh, free $5 off, man. How shit can you fucking beat that shit? You can get five McDoubles for that. <laughs> That's true. Or f- five ice cream cones. You could get a whole meal and a dessert from McDonald's for that. Exactly. So why not get a free comic? The problem is, is if you go choose a $5 comic and get it for free, you're probably going to pay five bucks in shipping to get it to you. Yeah. So it helps if you're buying something else. All right, Miss McFavor, where are we at? And you, are we pretty? Are we in the fours, the threes, the twos? We're in the twos. The twos still. All right, let's go ahead. We're going to go on to what we got, and then we'll take a break. Um, what we got? You got well. I didn't get a lot. Yeah, you didn't get a lot, but you got some. I was impressed that you even bought some, especially compared to what you got at Comic-Con. I was like, shit, she's not going to buy anything at G.I. Joe I wasn't planning on it. Really? No, well, I was totally not. I, my, my budget, my my whole idea oh, for my budget was food. Right. You was weren't going to buy anything. All right, so first up, <laughs> <laughs> first up, the exclusives. Of course, we got the box set, and we absolutely love the box set. Even Mrs. McFavorite likes them. It was really cool. Uh, not $300 likes them. So again, we'll be trying to sell her set at cost. So if you want a GI Joe, uh, con 2009 box set, pay mama's credit card bill. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so we picked those up. It was a, uh, crimson, uh, Baroness is a crimson twins. So Tomax, Tomax and Zaymont. Um, and their Crimson Guard, and then twelve uh, Cobra Viper, twelve Crimson Vipers with shiny masks. I really like their vacuumized masks. Yeah, those are awesome. It was a really cool setup, and um, when you see the pictures uh, from the case of this, it's it's just it's really awesome. the The art is amazing, and then the yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm speechless. It's so great. <laughs> <laughs> I 
just noticed something. Anyways, okay, so we're looking again uh, at our show blades? notes. At, no, we'll, we'll get oh. to my blades in a second. Oh, there's your blades. Um, so we're looking at uh, <laughs> just uh, com Again, links in our show notes. Uh, so the first exclusive up is the International Jump Jet 2-Pack. And this was a two-pack of... Um, of figures that came with the jump jetpack and first we had a argentinian sergeant melee and or is that man the manly no that's gotta be a typo Wouldn't no that be it's manly it the the age looks like an n so it's manly huh that's not right <laughs> Maybe it is, um, but essentially it's a repaint of Stalker, and then uh, we also get uh, the American Starduster, and I'm not sure who he's a repaint of. He kind of looks like a generic Joe, but he's got his he sleeves rolled up. It, it might be a it might be a Flint, a Cobra Officer Flint. Um, but anyways, they come with the jump jet packs. And when I saw this picture, I was kind of like, eh. But what makes these really cool is they have the flames and everything coming out of them. Remember oh. the Boba Fett that had that, that it actually had flames coming out of its, its jet oh, pack? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, these have those. And that right there made it worth it. Besides them only being like 20 bucks. Um, oh, they came with flames that you can. Yeah, that are attached that you can attach to their jetpacks. That's awesome. Yeah, so I really like those. I was able to get that, um, and then the three pack I wasn't overly excited about. I love the Sergeant Topspin. I love his gray deco, um, um, but it's essentially the international team. I I picked that up just to just to pick it up. Um, and then my arch nemesis, motherfucking blades. I see, SAF and I don't even copter with pilot. I guess you have to be into it, but I don't. I don't get why you're so upset. Well, one, it's repaint of the Fang, which is one of my favorite vehicles. Okay, I, I have like five different Fangs. Okay. Okay, so this would be another one. That's that's the thing I like about repaints is I like to have eight of the same thing painted different ways and it's really weird but i love that i love I having eight of I the same molds oh see i love that and then the cool thing is in this i learned about that day that friday uh, at bot uh, at uh -huh. Bacon, at joe con was blades was an originally he is an american-born citizen that went over to britain and then joined Britain's army. Oh. So he's an American in Britain like we would like to be. Uh -huh. Remember? Yeah. So, so that's what I really liked about it. Again, it was also one of the most affordable. Um, I also love the tripwire mold for blades. Um, so th the thing that sucks about this is I've gone on to forums and I've tried to get people to trade with me. And because I'm not a forum guy, they won't do trades because they're worried about getting burned. And that yeah. just annoys the shit out of me. Like this guy, because, because the, black, the, the blades was so important to me, 
I, I said, here, I will send you what you want me to, what you want to trade for. I'll send it to you once you get it and it's okay, then you send it to me. So I was literally inviting myself to get burned, you know? And they were still like, yeah, no. Yeah, they never answered because at that point they thought I was being a stalker or a psycho, you know, (laughs) because I'd already offered to trade him once. (laughs) And then he's, and then, and then they're like, sorry, I would trade you, but I've been burned a couple times. And then I emailed him again. Well, what if I just send you my stuff and then you send me your stuff? (laughs) They're like, all right, dude, we said no. Yeah, exactly. So I didn't get that again. I'm a big helicopter guy. So, um, that's what made my next purchase. I'm so excited about it. This was actually my number one uh, exclusive I was looking for. The Blades was the second. This is the Crimson Command Copter. And this is what we actually got to see on the box set. Remember that? When we oh, first the saw background. the... Yeah, when we first saw the box art. And I was like, that means that that's probably going to be an exclusive. And of course it was. And it is the copter from what now is the Rhino, uh, the Target exclusive Rhino. Um, but I actually have the original Rhino from the DTC, the direct-to-consumer days from Hasbro, um, that this will fit in. So I'm ultra juiced because my rhino isn't this weird funky like light you know like medium toned blue mine is a black and gray rhino so this red crimson command copter looks awesome in it um next up i picked up the uh pack of 10 mini card art cards so this is very cool essentially it's the old 25th anniversary art but uh, Photoshop to be in the new colors of all the exclusives that they had with blades. Blades. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was really cool. So is it in a poster or they're just cards? They're individual mini posters. So they're about maybe six inches by 10 inches. Oh, okay. I would say eh, maybe not even 10, maybe six by eight, maybe five, maybe even five by sevens. Yeah, I mean, they're pretty small. I mean, they were cheap. It was 10 bucks for nine of them. Or is that 10 of them? No, it was basically a dollar. Oh, yeah, piece. it is 10 of them. Yeah. So I was juiced about that. Um, again, I just do not like their souvenir fucking shirts. I mean, I just... The color even wasn't that bad. But... but the design does not go with the color, you know. And the I still, earth. I still don't understand why they went with the, the Greek, leaves. Because they were trying to make it more decorative, more. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, when something's real fancy, they well, were yeah. trying to make it, it. It doesn't fit with what it doesn't fit with the theme of what GI Joe is. Yeah. And that's what I didn't get. It it just seems so decadent. That's what I was. They were trying to make it seem real decadent because at this point, Cobra is supposed to be like a big deal and stuff. So yeah, I mean, I can get the 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 World Cobra, mm. 
like the cobra and cobra the, symbol with the world imposed over it yeah i can get that because it's like world domination of cobra you know uh-huh. i can get that but i just i hate the leaves see and that I hated the, it. the world is why i don't like it because the the colors of a a natural world with tans and greens and blues clash with that fucking color it looks horrible against that yeah and that's just the designer eye see i like the gold leaves or if like they showed in the panel if this was monotone you know if this was just shades of the gold or shades of the maroon you know that would be kick ass but because they did it full color it looks like shit and we didn't buy it um so next up uh they had the paratrooper there, which again I learned you actually have to buy it um, if you want it. If you don't have a kid, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he come. He came with a working parachute, like the ones that they threw off the the building. And then one of the cool things is he had a uh, essentially an accessory pack, which was massive, and it was a really cool feature. But again, this was. $50 figure. Yeah. $50 for a 12 inch. Half of what I paid for my sideshow Cobra Commander, my Crimson Cobra Commander, and I really wanted two of these guys to flank my Cobra Commander and not at 50 bucks a piece. I wasn't going to pay 200 bucks for a nice little photo op. Yeah. Well, he know, was hoping them. that. He, before he realized that it was a kids-only drop. <laughs> I was like, I want to get two of these. It's like, I'm going to go this way, you go that way. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, not really Joe-Con exclusives, except for one part of it, um, was the offering of the San Diego Comic-Con exclusives. So uh, you had a second chance of buying the Destro 2-pack, which is very cool. If you haven't picked it up, Last I saw, it was still available on Hasbro Toy Shop. Pick it up. If you're a Destro fan at all, this is the set to have. Don't fuck around with the single-carded movie Destros. Get this set. Um, But, Mrs. McFavorite, this was actually one of the things you got? This is, and this is the 12-inch Baroness. And what makes it so cool is that uh, not only do you get the joe con art on the inside you also get the comic con art which is um what is it is that oh joe con's the red suit with the black boots and comic con's inverted so it's a black suit with red no uh uh san diego was all black oh san diego was all black yeah and then, oh, and I then only Joe Cons was the crimson styling. Oh, like okay. Yeah, no, you're, he's, I'm sorry. But yeah, so I got the 12-inch Baroness. Oh, yeah. And those art cards are the very coolest. They're, they're very propaganda-ish. They're, they're, they're if you're school, not familiar is- with propaganda-style art from like uh, World War II, it, it's very similar to the whole Obama poster that came out, you know, Flat colors, uh, red, white, you know, primary stuff. Red, white, blue, black. Not that white and black are primary, but basic colors. Yeah. So um, that was very cool. Um, Those were all the exclusives we picked up, at least for the con. Um, 
as far as the other stuff, what else did you get, Mrs. McFavorite? I got my very first G.I. Joes. <laughs> I got myself, and what are they, the 24? They're the uh, Hall of Heroes. The Hall of Heroes. Yeah, see, that's how good I get about this stuff. <laughs> um, but I got the Hall of Heroes, Snake Eyes, and Storm Shadow. Yeah, after I was really impressed with them in the movie. Like, I, I, as much as I'm really not into like the ninja movies, like the old school ones where they talk and then their lips move, I'm not a big fan of those. I'm not a big fan of Jackie Chan. I don't, you know, kind of like Jet Li, but I've really found that I love ninja stuff. Ninjas are just fucking kick ass. Yay. So you gotta <laughs> like all that other ninja stuff, though. I'm getting there. Hey, Kill Bill opened it up for me. Yeah, know? I guess that's true. You did. You love Kill Bill. So, yeah, she she busted out on me on uh, Saturday after we had seen the movie. And it was so so cute because I told him I was like, all right, I do want to get myself some GI Joes. And so he starts going around. He's like, okay, so you could get this one, this one, and this one. And he's pointing out all the movie ones. I was like, no, I don't want a movie one. I want, like, an actual Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow. And his eyes lit up. It was like Christmas for him. He was like, well, in that case, you can get this one or that one or that one. And so we ended up getting these. Yeah, I mean, we were <laughs> at so Joe happy. Con. So as you can imagine, there was almost every version of <laughs> You know, and I think Snake Eyes is like on version 40 and Storm Shadows on version like 32 or something. So there's almost every version of Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow you could get. You know, of course, the dealer tables, everything was inflated, you know, even, you know, because I shoulder everything from like the early 90s when they changed all the articulation and, and the and the they were really shitty but they were kind of posed well in the package because I knew she wasn't going to take them out um, so I started going to each dealer table I'm like okay there's a pair you can get there's a pair you can get there's a pair you can get and uh, and unfortunately they were just really overpriced and then knowing that she was never going to take them out of the package and knowing that the club store was selling the Hall of Heroes for only eight bucks a piece that's what we did we went to the club store stood in line for another fucking 20-25 minutes um, but we got the Hall of Heroes Snake Eyes and which Snake Eyes did you get? Did you get them with Timber? Or did yeah, you get I the original? Yeah, because she liked. She I liked did his like Timber. I really do like Timber. So uh, I'm still curious why he wasn't in the movie. <laughs> so she got Snake Eyes with Timber, and then got the uh, original uh, Storm Shadow mold from that. And perfect choice, sixteen bucks. You know, the package is gorgeous with all the gold foiling and everything. Yeah, it comes with the protective case, even though. They were still a little scratched up. They definitely weren't mint. Yeah. Uh, Storm Shadow has a little dot on his head where the paint's been rubbed off. Yeah. <laughs> but, but ain't no thing. So I've got my first G.I. Joes. Yeah. And, uh, oh, and then, so we're standing in line and the on Friday and the announcement came over that uh, Blades was sold out. And then we found out that he wasn't going to get an autograph without a Wally. <laughs> I was like, Slick needs a cheer me up. 
<laughs> so we're we, when we were walking around the dealer room, we saw this one that had some Star Wars toys, and it had the Jabba. Explain which Jabba it is. They had the sideshow Jabba, so the full size, uh, the six scale. And his dais, which I've always wanted this, you know, this sideshow Java, but um, the sideshow Java is like 150 to 100. There it was 100. His dais was going for 200, or you could buy the set for 300. And I'm just like, oh, I'd love to have that. But again, we don't collect fucking statues. I have like two in there, fucking imperial guard or uh their royal guards from star wars which are like my favorite character ever made and so i was just like that sucks and then i noticed right next to it was the job that i was asking you to explain oh i thought (laughs) 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 right next to it was a loose clone wars java so the one that they just released um but that I couldn't really see spending 22 fucking it's it was in a battle pack for Clone Wars. Oh, with the 22 bucks. C-3PO yeah, with or... his little C-3PO repainted version that looks cheap because it looks like it's cheap plastic because yeah. of the colors it's painted in. So I after Slick was standing there in line looking all poopy, <laughs> I was like, I'll be right back. I'm going to go for a walk. And I got him his Jabba. Oh, yeah, it's great, great deal too. Ten bucks for Jabba and his hookah, essentially. You know, because um, I didn't give a shit about the droid, as I've said on a previous episode. I could really give a shit about it. So it was a fucking great purchase. It really made me happy. I was so excited, and I'm really excited about the Jabba. The Jabba is amazing. I mean, it really is a it, cool job. It's articulated at his chest, and I didn't think it was. I always thought the paint looked weird because I didn't think it was articulated at his chest, and I should have known better. But so you can turn him like he's walking forward or he's lying on his side like Jabba would. And then his arms are super articulated as well. It's ball hinge shoulders. I uh, think ball hinged elbows and wrist articulation. And uh, so that's really cool. And then the coolest thing is, is if you move his arm, his mouth opens and closes. And it's all like kind of like soft goods styles. So er, yeah, it's rubber. It's yeah, soft rubber, rubber. Sorry. Yeah. So, so it really looks like he's talking. So I was, I was very excited that she bought those, that she bought it for me. And, yeah. it, and it was perfect. It's been sitting out ever since. And I love those sellers. The seller was one of those guys like, oh, you're going to you're going to take my Jabba from me. I hope it goes to a good home. I'm like, then don't sell it. <laughs> don't bitch about what you're selling. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think no. It's and I a- told him I was like, it's definitely going to a good home. And it is. He's been Sit, having it sit proudly on our coffee table yeah, and I it, haven't complained because it doesn't fall over <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm not allowed to put stuff on the coffee our coffee our coffee table raises and lowers if you've never seen this if I remember I'll post a link to one in the show notes um, or in the post but, but the top uh, of it 
the so. top of it lifts up and moves forward. So you it, it it sits up like a table. So we don't really eat at our dining room table ever. We always eat at this. Well, the problem is, is when I open a figure, I put it on our coffee table. Well, every time, if it doesn't have a stand, every time we lift this up or put it down, my fucking figures fall. It cliff dives <laughs> off the edge of the, <laughs> the table. Anyway, so that's what I got. Um, let's see. I didn't really get much from the, from the dealers either. I picked up G.I. Joe Origins number one, which I had missed at my comic shop. Um, I picked up something I'd never seen before, and it's weird being a bat collector. I picked up a single-carded Valor versus Venom bat. Um, if, if you're familiar with the Valor versus Venom line, um, they were all two-packs. And then there were basic figures released single-packed, like at Walgreens and dollar stores. But this didn't even – it looked similar to that, but it was a hell of a lot bigger and I had that whole collection of those basic packs, and I never saw this one. But it's a single-carded Valor versus Venom bat. And, and I have the bat, again, I have the bat from the two-pack, um, but I just had to have the single-carded one. It's only five bucks, so I was like, hell yeah. Um, from the club store, there were a few things that I picked up that I... Um, had been holding off on, and I'm so glad I did. Um, I was a big fan of the DTC collection, the direct-to-consumer. Hasbro's first attempt at uh, selling stuff online without going mass retail with it. So um, it, was, it was also when they were doing things that weren't very uh, uh, real American hero style, uh, it was the first time that they had gone back to kind of that O-ring construction. Um, the plastics were different and that kind of stuff, but um, uh, it was a revisit back to that, and they restyled a lot of figures, and I just loved the line. Well, Wave 4 never got to come out online, at least. It never came out. They made them, they produced them, but it never came out. So the Collector Club all of a sudden about a year ago announced hey we have the wave four of this collection and being a completist with it i'm like i have to get it well when they came out with it it was fucking ridiculous it was thirty dollars for two figures i mean again normal club prices thirty dollars for it was two sets of two and one set of three so it was thirty dollars for two set for each of the two packs and then, or, and they're not two packs for the two figures, they're single carded. And then it was $40 for the three, the, the, uh, set with three figures. And I was just like, fuck that. And then you have shipping and everything. Um, the really cool thing is, is they made two comics based on these figures. So, I mean, just everything I love, but I did not want to pay $100 with shipping for seven figures and a couple comics. Well, I'm so glad I waited because they had all seven figures for 35 bucks, five bucks a piece. And then the comics were still five bucks a piece. So instead of $100 with shipping to get them to me, I paid 45 bucks for all the figures and the comics. And I'm I got so to proud take them of home. him. 
and it sucked because they were in bad shape. Like a few of them they pulled off. They were just on pegs and they had a runner, this kid that was obviously there because his mom made him be there. Yeah, we were trying to guess if he was there because his mom made him, if his mom made him because he got in trouble, or if it's like the family business, so he had to be there. We were trying to figure it out. Or if he was just doing it for a couple extra bucks or something. Like, we'll give you 50 bucks if you work today or something. But uh, So they bring him out, and, and the card, like one card was bent, one bubble was, you know, crushed a little bit. And I'm like... I hate to be that guy, but I know you have a lot over there. Can you see if you have some in better condition? So I got them all in mint condition, which I probably would not have if I fucking had got a mail order. Mrs. McFavorite's worrying me. I just stepped on your dog's face. Oh, that's okay. I'm apologizing to him. Oh, that's fine. You can step on his face. I just thought you might have spilled something. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I I got those from there. And then that's really all I got. I really, really, really wanted something else there. And this guy pissed me off so much on principle that I didn't even try to fucking barter with him. Yeah, he just kept raising. We had, what were they? Were they the... His- it was... It was uh, Oh. I don't. I forget what year is either 2006 or 2007. Uh, uh, convention exclusive two pack of ferrets. Ferrets. So the original, the original vintage ferrets. They were just redecoed, um, and they were just poly bag, no boxes. But it was cool. It was like the old days. They were on trees where you had to you know, take the pieces off and put them all together and that kind of stuff. And I've been, I looked on eBay for a few months for these and never found them for a good price. The cheapest I could find them was like 35, 40 bucks. Um, when they originally, when they originally went for less. So again, they're poly bags. So you can only tell what these are. If you know what the fuck you're looking for, you know, it's just a bag of parts on a table but I knew what they were, and so I'm like, hey, how much for those? And he said... Um, uh... 65. Oh, no, see? He just killed the whole story. Didn't I? Didn't he start with 65 and went to 75? No. Okay, so the first day oh, we were there... I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I was hoping you remembered it. It's like a scar on my toy collecting mind, so that's why I remember I was it. just like, it's just another guy <laughs> trying to make money off his toys and not doing a very good job at it. Yeah, so the first, the first time we went in there, he's like, I'm like, how much for these? And he's like, I don't really know. I usually, with the exclusives... You know, whatever they went for oh, plus yeah. 10 bucks I do it is, is fine by me. So he's like, I think they went for like 35. So if you want to do 45, that'd be great. And I was like, huh? And I couldn't really remember. You know, it, I looked for these months and months ago. And I was like, I don't think they were that expensive. And so I was like, all right, well, I'll come back. Thanks for your time. And so that night I went and looked them up online and I'm like, motherfucker, they were $25 for the two Uh, ferrets. And so I fucking went back the next day and I'm, and I was like, I'm like for these ferrets, how much do you want for them? And he's like, 
65. And I'm like, you motherfucker, that was just yesterday. And do you not recognize me? I was where, I mean, again, I guess I'm not like your average, like con goer, you know, I'm wearing big baggy pants. I'm wearing like graffiti style t-shirts. I wear my hat kicked to the side. I wear a big, like true school hip hop backpack. You know, I wear fucking shoes with either like, you know, checkerboard laces or big fat lace. I'm, I'm not your average con goer, you know? It's not like I'm the guy right next to me that asked you how much. And fucking the guy didn't even remember me and bumped up the price 20 fucking bucks. So I thought for sure he would just say 45 and I was going to be like, I looked him up online. They were 25. You said you usually charge 10 bucks more. I'll even give you an extra five bucks and I was going to go 40 on him. But when he said 65, I was like, fuck you. I just fucking walked off, dude. That was <laughs> bullshit. And fucking, I went back Sunday and they were still there. I asked him a fucking again. He still said 65. So I was like, screw it. You know, Sunday at two o'clock, the con has one hour left to go. And you're, you're still trying to sell them for 65. Yeah. So, so I would have gotten the exclusive ferrets, but... I almost got the the sideshow Assage. Oh, yeah. They had the... I just couldn't do it. They had, a, again, 12 inches of real big thing there. So a lot of these guys, like the Jabba, the Jabba, that's a, quote, 12-inch Jabba that I was talking about. Oh, because it's like full size. It's six scale is what they call it, one six scale. Um, so, uh, there was a guy there that had tons of star Wars sideshow figures and they had an massage or a couple of sages and that's, uh, Mrs. McFavorite's one of her favorite characters from star Wars. She's my favorite Sith bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, it was only 50 bucks. So literally like 35 bucks less than when it, what it originally, or no, it was back in the day, so it probably only sold for 65 So it was still 15 bucks cheaper, but she thought about long and hard. I, like, I, I was like, it's your decision. You know, you're probably not going to find it cheaper. Yeah. I said, I'm going to hate myself for not doing it, but I didn't do it. And, and I don't hate myself because I'm looking at all my stuff like, oh, what no. can I sell? Yeah. Well, and especially, well, you even said you would open her up, right? Cause I was I would, going to open her up. Because I, I told you, like, if you're not going to open it up, it's not worth it. Yeah. So. All, All right. right. <laughs> I need a break. <laughs> Me too. That was what we got. Um, we're going to go ahead and take a break. We're not going to do a toy review this week, obviously, because... He kind of uh, did one with his uh, $40 toy. Yeah. My fucking cyclone. Anyways, um, <laughs> the, uh, so when we get back, we're going to head right into listener feedback and questions and then hit grab bag and we're going to be done. And given the length of this again, this is definitely going to be two parts. So you're probably listening to the second half of the second half. Uh-huh. After this. After this. Peace. This is the Cobra Commander. I have a message for Stephen Summers, the new director of the G.I. Joe movie. The message is this. Please don't f*** it up. I know where you live. 
actually, I don't. You Hollywood types always hide away from the public in your fancy mansions with your bling bling. But I could find out where you live. I could buy one of those Hollywood movie star maps that they sell on the corner. Then look out! Oh, and one more thing. I want it written into the script that I get to have sex with Scarlet. I don't care what Snake Eyes says. So, Mr. Summers, you better make the movie good, or I'm going to f*** you up. And don't forget about the thing with Scarlet, it's very important. I've wanted to scratch that itch for a while. This message has been endorsed by Cobra Commander. Oh, and by the way, John McCain is really Destro without his mask on. All right, guys, welcome back. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get into listener feedback and questions, and we have voicemails this week. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, right on. Right on to Vern Phillips and Tater X for hitting us up on the voicemail. Right now, you are the only two in the running. Those are some great odds. Got some head-to-head action. Uh, so if you missed our last cast or didn't listen to it all the way through, uh, we are doing our first giveaway. Uh, we've got lots of extra swag from uh, San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, not too much from BotCon, unfortunately. There really but wasn't too much swag. I mean, I I really looked you know, after yeah. everything from Comic-Con, and they didn't have Jack. Yeah, and, uh, and a little bit from JoeCon. So, um, uh, basically all the contest is, is call in and leave us a voicemail. I mean, it, it's super easy. We've got a easy number now. You don't even need an extension. Give us a call at 720-235-8697. What does that spell, Mrs. McFavorite? <laughs> Again, that's 720-235-TOYS, which is 8697. Uh, we get uh, two of our favorite listeners leaving us a message here. And Jamie said he did want to leave a message, and the forces of the earth kept him from doing so, but he will very soon. So Jamie is probably one of our most active and... Uh, uh, active and what would you call it um opinionated yeah he does have a lot of opinions uh even though his opinion about seth green is wrong (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying to pick a fight with this guy (laughs) uh but this week uh we get a uh great voicemail from Vern phillips so we're gonna go ahead and listen to that right now Hey, Jason and Jessica, this is Vern uh, Phillips from Baltimore um, calling you guys. Uh, first off, I just want to say I love your podcast. It's it's the best. Um, I grew up in the 80s, and I was a huge He-Man, G.I. Joe, Star Wars, um, and all that. And uh, it's just great to have a podcast that you cover, uh, like you say, three of the greatest franchises of the 80s, and uh doesn't get much better than that. But... Um, I'm uh, Vance28Skate on, on uh, YouTube, and uh, I think I've talked to Jess a couple times but on Facebook. But, uh, yeah, man, I just wanted to say hello and, um, you know, just tell you guys you're doing a great job. The uh, San Diego Comic-Con coverage was awesome. Uh, being from Baltimore, you know, I, I can't get out there or anything like that. And, you know, I, like, go crazy every year uh, just to see coverage back from it. You guys did such an awesome job. and. Uh, the, the YouTube videos were, were outstanding and just seeing everything that's coming out and, uh, seeing how much, um, 
money I'm going to be spending. <laughs> well, with Christmas coming up is uh is, is interesting, but um I just want to uh give you guys a call and and uh you know, say that uh you know, you're doing a great job Love the podcast. Uh keep it up. And I'm pimping your podcast out to everybody that I know. I've got a lot of friends that uh you know, collect uh toys and uh you know, we're pretty much um you know, little kids and never grew up and I know for myself, you know, collecting toys, especially, you know, vintage toys, which I tend to collect more is, um, you know, just brings back memories of my childhood. And I think anybody that collects toys is, uh, you know, trying to, uh, you know, remember their childhood in certain ways and stuff. So anyway, don't want to keep going on, but uh, I'll call back in another time and um, can't wait till next week's podcast. And uh, guys, keep it up. Have a great job. And, um, uh, you know, uh, don't uh, smoke too many California cigarettes, if you know what I'm saying. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. All right. Well, um, Vern, we're sorry you weren't able to make it to Comic-Con. Hopefully you will be able to someday because uh, Mrs. McFavor and I have pretty much decided that no matter what happens, even if we have to sell kidneys or firstborns or... Maybe even the dogs will be going to Comic Con every single year. That's I'll for sell sure. My dog. <laughs> Firstborn, maybe. Um, this is <laughs> this is only possible because uh, we've reconnected with a lot of friends out there, and they say they have a couch for us if we need it. And that's not the only reason. Is that they're really awesome people, and they're a lot of fun to hang out with. Well, Quit no, of course. Mooch a spot on the couch. I'm not trying to mooch a spot. I'm just trying to say it's expensive to go out there. That's what's <laughs> kept us from going out there in the I past, have so. the greatest time at Comic-Con as pissed off as I get with with a, what what's the name of the security? Oh, I can't oh. even remember what staff it's called. I, but, Horizon, but that doesn't sound no. elite. Elite. Yeah, staff, the elite staff. Right. Yeah, not so elite. <laughs> so hopefully <laughs> you'll be able to make it one of these years, Vern. We we definitely would love to see you. And like I say, we we are planning more stuff for the East Coast again. Uh, uh, Rhode Island is that close to Maryland? It's not that far. You just have to go through the state of New York, right? Yeah, I think they're all... It goes all Maryland, like, New York. Wow. I don't know. I haven't taken geography it since 1996. Yeah, but you're supposed to remember it. That's why they teach you it. I crammed it just <laughs> enough to, to get it. Yeah. That was like, I think that was the only final I actually got a B on. Everything else was C or below. <laughs> anyway. So we're, we're glad you liked the coverage it, as much as it was there. Again... If we we really we don't try to make claims to being like a hardcore news site. We're just a married couple that like to go to these things. So and I'm like glad you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you like the videos that we shot. Um, you know, if you ever if you ever want to see anything or if you ever want to get anything, that's actually a message from an, uh, another listener uh, that we'll get into in a second. If if you guys ever need anything from Comic Con, don't hesitate to let us know. If we're flying, you know, we may ask for you to pay the shipping to get it to you. But we're standing in those lines anyways. Uh, you yeah. know, the, we're never buying our limit or anything like that. We're never maxing it out or anything. So if you guys ever need anything, just let us know. That, I mean, that's what this is all about. It's about community. Um, so, and I, and I really feel you on the nostalgia of collecting. I mean, that's, 
that's what sucks me into it. Um, that's that's where Mrs. McFavorite really, you know, she she can enjoy the art of the toys. She can enjoy the engineering of the toys, the articulation, you know, that kind of stuff. She enjoys the idea behind them. But you never bought a G.I. Joe when you were a kid, right? Right. You never asked your dad for a Transformer or a Matt or a He-Man or anything. So that's that's the one thing that Mrs. McFavorite can't enjoy from it, you know, but that I really do and that a lot of our listeners can really connect on. Now, what she can comment on mm-hmm. is probably what your wife, girlfriend, friends, best friends, parents, probably everybody else thinks about your collecting is like, what the fuck? <laughs> Not necessarily on the what the fuck level, but <laughs> there are some times, and, and I think this is more just because... Slick is the only major collector that I know. Like my dad, he collected um, he collected models. He built models, and that was his big thing. And and he had quite a few of them. And he did, but and I I got it. Not ones that took up the entire back room of a house or something. Yeah, no, that's the what what the fuck level. <laughs> um, but no, I get it. I I I get the you know looking back and seeing how great things were and wanting to relive that again, I can totally get it and I can completely respect it. And which is why whenever I see a cabbage patch kid down that aisle, I freak out, you know? And then I'm like, the hell are they putting teeth on these goddamn things? And where's their yarn hair? (laughs) Yeah, I, I get it. And I totally respect it. Just, you got to keep it to a, a happy medium, <laughs> which we're working on, aren't we, Slick? We are. We are. <laughs> and thank you for pimping the cast. This is this yeah, is all word so of mouth. You know, like I say, I I don't have time to go on forums. That that would seem like the most obvious thing to do is go on some big forums and say, "Hey, look at my cast. This is what you guys like. Go listen to us talk about it." But you know. We don't really do anything. I mean, we take swag with us to these cons. And forget about it. And and don't hand it out because we get all involved with the con. I think we handed out, what, seven cards at G.I. Joe Con, you know, when we brought 50 or 60 of them with us. Yeah, and I slaved hard that night. Oh, that's what we did that night. Well, all the time. Every time. You you have been a great help with putting our card. We always give out, uh, like... Uh, with BotCon, we had Transformer stickers. With uh, Comic-Con, we had Star Wars stickers. And then I bought these really cool, like, little foam plane models. One, because they the, the models looked a little bit more realistic when I bought them. Um, but uh, they actually turned out to be pretty, like, out there kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and so, but, uh, but we took them with them and we had them to give out and we never did. So we're working on it. Yeah. Word of mouth, man. And, and I'm sure people searching iTunes for toys or action figures or GI Joe probably is where we're getting a majority of our listeners, but mm-hmm. word of mouth is invaluable for you to say, Hey, I like this cast. Go check it out. That is the most important thing you can do. And we really, really appreciate that. Thank you. 
Um, next up, we have another voicemail from one of our original listeners. Uh, and if you're original listener, Vern, don't take that personally or anything. But uh, some our uh, first comment on our blog, right? Yeah. Um, uh, first comment on iTunes because that's where I saw it. I, I because I'm so bad about going to our own website. I go to iTunes over our own website. I'm working on that. Um, <laughs> but he was he was the first one to leave a comment on on i on our iTunes profile or whatever it's called. Yeah, on our podcast page. I mean, and again, and we never pimp out iTunes or anything. But yes, positive comments do help. I've heard that we have more. The last time I checked, we only had a couple, and I and mm-hmm. somebody said that they checked it, and we had a lot more now. Well, I have to sync my iPod tonight, so we'll check that out. Yeah, so we'll go look at that. And <clears throat> but I mean, that helps too. You know, we definitely appreciate it. But uh, here is a voicemail from our good friend Tater X. We'll be right back after this voicemail. Hey, Mr. and Mrs. McFavorite, your old pal Tater X uh, heard the call out today. You wanted some people to call in, so I figured you put in all the work to the show. Might as well go ahead and give you a call. Thank you for the lengthy explanation on how the podcast is made. Frankly, I'm too shiftless to ever go about doing one myself. I was just curious, and uh, really, you answered a lot of questions, so thanks for that. Uh, at the end, you said something about tangents. That's one of my favorite parts about the show, the way you two bounce things off each other and you just go places. So more tangents, the more the better. Uh, a tangent you could come on sometime. Come on. <laughs> uh, negativity. Uh, I've noticed a lot of that in the fandom on other podcasts even. People who take the time to make podcasts are like it's self-loathing. It's creeping into I'm talking more about Transformers, but it's like, I'm out of collecting, this is stupid, and it's like, you know what, whatever. But I wonder what's up with that. I was wondering what your take on that is, if you've noticed any of that. Uh, Another thing, I've just gotten into web shows. This is a tangent. Uh, The Guild, uh, something called Chad Vader and Dr. Horrible. If you haven't seen this stuff on YouTube, type those things in, watch those shows. I mean, if you're into geekery and things like that, right up your alley. So I'll just wrap this up. I just wanted to say thanks for the work you put in. I really appreciate it, and keep up the good work. All right, Tater X, thank you so much for <laughs> that voicemail. Transcripts. Yeah, we're. Uh, if you don't know, like I say, the way we got our cool new voicemails, we've been accepted to Google Voice, which used to be Grand Central. And Grand Central was a way that a lot of the podcasts have, you know, have free voicemail and that kind of stuff. Um, and because we're so cheap, we never wanted to pay for voicemail. And we finally have been accepted and have free voicemail. The best part of it is we get these transcripts. Yeah, and here's here's just a little taste. <laughs> this is the opening line. <laughs> hey, mister, this is Nick favored Joe Powell T-Rex. <laughs> I heard the call out today. <laughs> so that the yeah yeah it's and really Vern, bad. You were Aaron Phyllis. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was probably the best. We looked at the transcript. I'm like, who the fuck is Aaron Phyllis? And then we listened to her like, oh. <laughs> uh, so so Tater, thanks for uh, thanks for calling in. Um, you're right. Tangents are my favorite 
about are my favorite parts of podcasts I listen to because I listen to for the people. You know, I like the subject matter. You know, I went just listening to Sewing Today, you know, because I thought the woman that did it was funny. I listen to podcasts first and foremost because of the subject matter. But from then on out, it's the personality and it's the it's the people and it's what they experience in their everyday life and what they what their views are on this topic or that topic, you know, so I'm right there with you. That's my favorite part, too. And I know we're like, we're tangenting. Um but I think that's just how we keep ourselves in check so we don't go completely off course. <laughs> so you don't get we a will nine find hour podcast. We'll we'll even sit there like in the car just hanging out and we'll go on a tangent and the next thing we know we're on Mars. <laughs> so I think it's more our our like oh hello, we're in front of mics and people are listening to us now. <laughs> <laughs> and and I really do feel you about the the negative vibe and collecting and some things are founded. I mean, the, the price has gone through the roof. I mean, again, I, I'm not one of those guys that expect action figures to be $2, like the way they were when we were a kid. I mean, if you look at some of these vintage packaging where, you know, price tags were pretty prevalent back in the day, it's amazing to see like the snake armor from back in the day was two bucks. The Ram motorcycle back in the day was $2. Figures were $2. You know, a Rattler was $15. You know, it's crazy to see that. So, but it's also a thing that it is really jumped. I mean, you think about Revenge of the Sith four years ago, Star Wars figures were $5. That was the normal price for a Star Wars figure. Oh, my God. They were $5. No wonder I have so many of those. (laughs) (laughs) And now they're eight. That's the normal price. Walmart might have them for $7.88. I saw Target has them as a rollback or Target has them as a price reduction at $7.50. But, I mean, they're $8 now. They raised... They raised... All, more than 50% in four years. You know, that's a little bit out of whack. Um, G.I. Joe figures. Now, this could have been a screw up, you know, in the original marketing and planning of the original figures. The 25th anniversary figures starting at the end of 2007 were $5. $4.88 at, at Walmart. And by oh the time they God. got to the end of the line... They were $7. I mean... So, yeah, the price can get get you down. But it's the thing of... Well, my thing about the negativity is just like... Like what he was saying. You collect it. Quit bitching about it. Oh, if yeah. You're, if no, you're that I mean, disgusted like with with the line and where they're taking it, just just stop. Well, that's the whole... I've never... It's, it's that thing of... You got to do something about it. You can't yeah. just sit there and bitch about it. If... If you quit collecting it, more people will quit collecting it, more people will quit collecting it, and then Hasbro will be like, oh, we did something wrong. Yeah, that's exactly right. You, if, if these people that hate it so much keep buying stuff and keep collecting instead of just saying they're going to quit, then you know they're, they're adding to the fire. And, uh, you know, we've gone off a little bit tonight on, on how much stuff we have. But I don't regret one damn thing I bought. 
I love every single toy I have fucking bought. I have an ass load of them, you know, would I prefer right now to have a large chunk of them in cash form in my savings account? <laughs> you know, where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> probably, you know, but I don't, I don't not like the toy. I didn't buy something because I thought it would make me, you know, solely because I thought it would make me money in the future. I, I've never done any of those things. I mean, this is, this is my passion. This is what I love. And, and, you know, before Mrs. McFavorite met me, I mean, you were a cheerleader right out of high school, partying, <laughs> you know, hanging out with us. Collecting I porcelain mean, Disney figures yeah, that I, I yeah. didn't have. I had maybe 20 over a 10-year period. <laughs> Actually, no, I had quite a few because I had a friend who liked me a lot and she paid me. I drove her around a lot and she paid me in Disney figures. But <laughs> <laughs> So she had the collector mentality, but she wasn't actively going out there. And, and, and I like to assume that my love for this has rubbed off on her. And now, now she's right there with me in that toy aisle. You know, when we first started off, she's like, yeah, I'm going to go look at this. I'm like, I'll be in the toy aisle, you know, yeah. but she comes with me and, and, it's the same thing with me. It's bright and shinies, man. When we walk down there, she's like, ooh, look at that Hulk Mighty mug, you know? <laughs> I mean, she's just, she's really embraced it and, and she loves it now. And and like I say, you've heard her kind of complain today too that, you know, it's a thing that it can, if if you don't pay attention to it, if you're not, if you're not conscious of what's going on it can really get away from you and that was our only warning and our only negative negative aspect on it is there's a lot of people that just fucking go crazy and if you're ever spending money on toys when you you know when you have a credit card debt or, or and not even a debt because debt's kind of a commonplace thing nowadays. Everybody kind of keeps a revolving line of debt. Your credit score actually goes down if you don't have this revolving line of debt. But if you're ever bitching about your credit card debt and then you go out and buy a toy because it makes you feel better, or if you're ever, you know, or if somebody else is bitching at you about toys and you go out and buy some more, you know, and, and bitching at you, somebody that you care for, somebody that means a lot to you, then maybe you should reevaluate why you're doing it and, and why you got into it in the first place. And, and maybe take that's you back to the, to the roots of where you were at. Yeah. Why you did it. Yeah, exactly. It, you know, 96, when I was right out of college, I, or while I was in college, halfway through college, I wasn't buying toy. I mean, I might buy a, a GI Joe here or there, but I wasn't collecting. You know, um, it, it's just one of those things where where those people need to really reevaluate where they're coming from, and maybe those are those are the kind of people that you're hearing about that do these podcasts. You know, I don't I don't know if we'll be doing this podcast forever. I don't know if I'll be collecting toys forever. It's something I do now for fun. I do it for the camaraderie. I do it for you guys. You know, I, I love to hear what you have to say about toys. I love to hear about what other people on other sites have to say about toys. I mean I have this uh not a following. I follow 
countless people online that are all about toys. You know, Aileen and George, we would have never met them. And they're amazing people. Yeah. You know, so I'm, I'm right there with you. If you're not getting joy from it or if you're bitching about it or you don't like this and you don't like that and you don't want to do it, don't do it. I agree. I, I don't agree with people that get on there and complain and there are a lot of them out there. Or revisit why you did it. Kind of one of the things that I learned this past week was um, I've been doing Pilates for and it, as funny as it sounds. I've been doing Pilates for probably about three months now. And for the past couple of or for the last few weeks, I wasn't really getting what I was getting out of it when I first started. Well, this last session, it was all new people. So we were kind of going with the new people and I was revisiting all the new all the things that they learned. And I got more out of it than I had been doing all the advanced stuff. So revisit why you were doing things if you find yourself really pissed off about the whole collecting situation in the community. Yeah. You'll yeah. get more out of it. Yeah, definitely. I I'm the exact way with Taekwondo. I started back up and we have new white belts and it is. It it's a it's a ref, you know, it's refreshing to see these people in there that are, you know, trying to learn these very basic moves and stuff like that. And I'm like I started this because I wanted something difficult to do, you know, and I got to a point where I'm like, fuck, everything is so hard and Taekwondo, blah, blah, blah. And, and it really opened my eyes that it was always hard. It's mm -hmm. been hard since the beginning. That's the point. If it was easy, then everybody would do it, you know, kind of thing. So definitely thank you for bringing that up. And, and there you Again, go. There's there a tangent. tangent. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, as far as the online stuff, uh, we actually just went through um, and watched the entire Chad Vader series yep. online. It's uh, hilarious. Yeah, it's it's really good. Um, um, I love Doctor Horrible. Mrs. McFavorite's only seen the first episode, so it's. It's kind of off. The first one is kind of a little off the wall. You and you got to see. And busted it out like an hour before my bedtime, so I was like checking out anyway. So yeah. I need to rewatch Doctor Horrible, but I do like Chad Vader. Yeah, and uh, the Guild. I've watched. Uh, I haven't seen anything past season one. I watched the entire season one, but I haven't seen season two yet. And I think they're starting on three, if I'm not mistaken. I, I'm not quite sure, but. Uh, I think Mrs. McFavorite would love it. We have a couple of uh, wow fanatics in our circle. Um, and it, it is just so, I mean, we have like upper echelon wow fanatics. And uh, so me watching, I've never played it. You know, it's one of those things I'm afraid to start because I'm so OCD with stuff. I'll be, you know, I'll be at, at an 80 level in two weeks because I took my entire year's vacation. And you know? he didn't have a wife <laughs> or house. <laughs> exactly. But uh, I watched it, uh, um, one, because I love Felicia Day. But uh, uh, two, I just love the mindset. You know, I, I, I love the idea of people that are you know, that are so into something because I'm so into something, you know? So it is one that Mrs. McFavorite should watch and, and who knows? Well, I guess we have the VMAs tonight, 
But uh, no, we got America's Best Dance Crew. The VMAs can wait. Are, are the VMAs re- recording? Yeah, they're recording right oh, now. Oh, so. monkey. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll definitely. I'll get her watching the Doctor Horrible. Um, I I haven't looked. I you know I watched it when all the episodes were free when they when he released like uh, one every two or three days on his website. And then I know they were charging for iTunes, so um, I'll have to look on YouTube. I didn't realize you you should be able to get all the episodes on there. I mean, it makes sense. You can watch anything on YouTube, but uh, we'll see if we can uh, catch up on those, and then I'll definitely get her watching the Guild for the next time. So thank you guys so much for the voicemail. Again, we've got a great package to send out to anybody within the States free of charge. Uh, outside of the States, we'll credit you whatever the postage would be inside the States. And we just ask that you pay the, uh, pay the balance of that. Um, but we've got amazing posters from this year's cons. We have some amazing swag. We have a O'Neill Designs, uh, Breaker Build Man toy break exclusive purple Bill Man, which, uh, we've talked about are some of the best, uh, uh, independent toys out there right now. Some of the things I'm loving on. Um, and who knows, uh, you know, again, we're going through all of our toys. We might find a couple of spare things so long as they don't add to the weight or the dimensions of the package too much <laughs> that we might throw in there as well. So, uh, please leave us a voicemail. We love hearing your voices. I loved hearing Vern, especially Tater X. I, I expected that accent. I, and I it wasn't very thick. Anything I, I don't. was I don't put judgment on people. Oh, listen to you. Oh, <laughs> I don't ever assume anything about anybody. But it it, it literally wasn't as thick as I thought. So, <laughs> but uh, thank you for the calls, everybody else. Just get on the line, leave a message. Hell, drunk dial us. You'll get you'll you'll get put in the hat. Yeah, shit, Jamie. You don't have to call the voicemail. Re- record a voicemail. I'm sure your computer or you have a headset or something, just record an MP3. Uh, we we want to hear your guys' voices, please. All right. Uh, next up to some of the emails and comments that we've received. Uh, one of my friends from back when I actually oh, worked. Oh, is he listening to us now? I don't know if he's listening. I've told him about it, but he he's not very techy. Um, He just started getting online and getting onto forums and buying stuff on eBay and stuff. So uh, (laughs) one of my friends from the hotel that I worked at, a huge G.I. Joe fan, cosplay style G.I. Joe fan. He even said he had a mainframe costume, which mainframe is my the favorite gi joe character the computer specialist um but he has a mainframe costume he has a couple other costumes a uh, big star wars guy as well he was the first guy i ever saw have a death skull the uh uh the boba fett tattoo you know oh, that skull yeah. he had that on his arm so uh he just wrote me an email about the movie. We've been we've been kind of talking back and forth about the movie and collecting and stuff. Uh, and uh, I really it was a hard time synopsizing it, so I just put his whole damn email on here. So it says, uh, finally saw the movie today. For the most part, I liked it. I was a bit put off by how they changed everybody's backstories. I agree. 
Um, the whole Duke Baroness Cobra Commander thing was just bad. And come on, give Snake Eyes his due. He had to suffer through the cartoon of not being with Scarlet. Scarlet. Why deny him that in the movie? And that's that's what I agree to. I would have loved to see something where, where Snake Eyes gets the girl, you know? Uh, I think he gets it, turned into a lizard, for God's sakes. Snake no. Eye, no, Cobra Commander. You're talk, and you're talking about the animated movie. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I, I'll just keep I'll, keep I'll keep my uneducated ass mouth <laughs> shut. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> the story itself was great. I agree. Something I could totally see Larry Hama or Buzz Dixon having to come up with for the comic or the cartoon. Uh, suck to see Storm Shadow get killed. Spoiler. Though I'm sure he'll make a comeback. You just don't kill off one of the most popular characters like that. What was the point of CoverGirl, though? She had almost no lines and gets whacked in the first ten minutes. Her part could have gone with just being a nameless character. CoverGirl. CoverGirl, the, the blonde chick that gets stabbed in the back by Zartan. Again, spoilers. Sorry. <laughs> You don't remember? See? It, she could have just been some nameless okay. chick. Yeah, and besides, she was one of the ugliest fucking girls in this movie. And her name was CoverGirl. She was supposed to be a supermodel turned G.I. Joe. So that I didn't really dig on that either. Um, oh, when they... They first attack the compound okay, with yeah. all the mold okay, pods. Yeah, that makes sense. And then. she's like, General Hawk, General Hawk. <laughs> You know, yeah. and get stabbed. Oh. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, the crazy thing is, is uh, the story was really good, um, especially because it oh, did. So it. Jessica, what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're losing geek points by the minute. Uh. Um, <laughs> the crazy thing is on Toy Fair about the movie, and uh, it had to be wrote so quick that they actually literally had the writer writer on the set, which normally doesn't happen, uh, doing stuff. And Larry Hama didn't get pulled in until the very end. He was really disappointed at that. He was like, I was hoping to be writing with, you know, having right. the input from him. And Larry Hama's like, it's my story and I have no time to fix this. And you pulled me in. Why? Exactly. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. It, it that's he uh, he's very soft spoken and he he doesn't have i mean he's larry hama is really opinionated but not moved. i don't know if that's something like he Maybe. chose to do or they asked him not to bring up too much about his opinion on the movie or anything no one even asked him a question of what he thought about the movie i think they were afraid <laughs> it'd be interesting <laughs> to hear what he had to say but that was our good friend otto um uh in hey, a otto? in past show notes uh it couldn't have been an episode or two ago uh, we have links to some of the customs he did. He was the guy that did a custom of himself, which was very cool. Oh, yes. With his whole uh, D.I.O. story uh, of the, all the G.I. Joe women fighting over him. Oh, yes. Remember his oh, little yeah, pictures yeah. he took? So that was very cool. Uh, Mike Burns uh, hit us up. He talked about the San Diego Comic-Con uh, exclusive Mighty Mug Optimus Prime. 
and again it's it's one of those things uh, you know he, he said if he had thought about it he would have asked us for one um but didn't want to inconvenience us inconvenience us you know yeah it's the same thing that slick tells me all the time just say something yeah i mean mrs mcfavorite knows man i i'm the type of guy that if you look like you're having problems in a parking lot, I'll walk up to you and say, you know, is there something I can help you with? Do you need help or something? I mean, that's. And he's only, only once has he ever had it backfire on him. <laughs> he tried to help some guy try to buy a beer at, at a liquor store one time and he wanted, and the guy came out and wanted to fight him. <laughs> <laughs> this, okay. Here you go. Here's a tangent for you. <laughs> So we're going to this liquor store. This is our liquor store. This is the liquor store where everybody knows your name kind of place. You know, hey, we, how are you doing? Yeah, you know, <laughs> and so we walk in there. We're waiting. This guy's trying to buy a fucking 22-ounce can of Bud or something like that. He's counting out change on the fucking, on the counter, like a big pile of change, not quarters, like pennies and nickels and shit like that and our guy our homie was like you're still 22 ounces 22 22 ounces 22 cents short and i'm like i'm like here dude here's a quarter you know here you go and this fucking dude went off like i don't fucking need your fucking money man and all this shit and our like i'm sitting there with my with my phone pre-dialed to 911 just ready <laughs> our other friend he's he's all puffed up and ready to go dude i when i grew up i hung out with a crew that was we were all graffiti artists and so in new mexico we were we were almost looked like looked at as gangsters you know so as cholos or fucking our bloods and crips like we were looked at, at the same level by people outside of our set and so fucking um but inside you know all the other gang members knew we weren't gang members we're fucking we're artists you know that's all the fuck we were we may listen to hip-hop we may wear baggy clothes we may even <laughs> we may even wear colors you know to identify ourselves but we weren't gang members you know um, and so, but all throughout high school, I was, I was able to avoid getting into a fight ever. My <laughs> friends kicked some people's asses when I wasn't with them. They got into lots of fights when I wasn't with them somehow. And it's weird because I was always with them. And so fucking, you know, in a fight or flight response like that, I'm kind of like taken aback, like, oh my God, this guy's really mad at me, you know? <laughs> like, I was just trying to help you, mister. <laughs> yeah, now it's been a little bit different since I've started taking Taekwondo. I have a little bit more confidence in myself. I've, I've, I've pushed up on a couple guys and fucking they've backed down. But, but back then, it was, it was like this thing like, whoa, well, my homeboy I was with, is a fucking crip and he was and he's he's not a small guy he's like 5 10 300 pounds big ass fucking mean mexican guy and this guy was like and he was like what the fuck and he started like like he was right there fucking all he had my back quarter. yeah it was all because i was trying to do something nice for this guy like yeah. here homie here's a fucking quarter so but it's one of those things 
He's the, we're always out, long story short, we're always out to help. Just don't get mad at us if we try to help you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, and like I say, if we're driving, no problem. We, we'll bring it back and ship it the cheapest way possible. If we fly out there, yeah, you may have to pay the inflated con shipping. You know, if you've never been to a big con, all of them have shipping stations where you go to and they'll sell you a box and packing material and label it and take it from you, you don't and want to go ship dumpster it. diving again, sweetie? <laughs> no, that was just for us because we're too cheap. <laughs> so I'm not that nice. I won't go dumpster diving for you to find boxes and yeah, he newspaper. Just, he doesn't want to fight with me again. <laughs> So let us know. Um, so Jamie, uh, Jamie had. Uh, I'll read this. Okay, go for it. <laughs> uh, so well, you do got... you know the notes? Because they're all kind of synopsized. It's not oh, a I whole. Thought... No. Oh, I thought this was his message. Okay, you can read it. I'm sorry, oh, boo. I wanted I to read Jamie's message. He just good he... friend Jamie. <laughs> I love you, man. I'm not trying to start with fight with you, but because he does, he does think that you're taking things that he's saying negatively oh no i'm not just don't talk shit about seth green and we'll be cool <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding i love you man seriously i do no hard feelings whatsoever i know it's all in good fun uh, so jamie wrote uh uh so we got to see v uh, in action we did we got to see the pilot at san diego comic-con uh it wasn't um um Again, it was one of those things I went into it with very low expectations, and it was surprisingly good. And a uh, uh, little bit of a spoiler here, so if you're, you're going to watch V in November and you don't want to be spoiled. V in November? <laughs> yeah, just like the Sorry, V. The fifth, I wonder if it'll be out on the 5th of November. That would be a crazy meta thing going on there. But anyway... <laughs> Um, a little bit of a spoiler here. Unlike the miniseries, you get to see that they're lizards within the first fucking hour, if not the first half an hour. So it well, jumps right into thing? the. If you watch the original show. Oh, okay. But see, the original show, it took half the miniseries. It took four hours of the story for you to actually find out they're lizards, which was a good buildup, but. I liked it that they jumped right into the action because it started off real slow, um. in my opinion, but it kicked it up a notch. Um, let's see. Uh, he talks about uh, living down in Australia. They don't get a lot of the TV we get up here, and so they have to wait for DVDs. And he's also talked about how they don't get their DVD releases the same time we do. So it, it sucks that we're kind of a global community. But not. Yeah, but if you want to keep up and keep current with shit, if you don't live in the United States, you're kind of fucked. You yeah. know. So that that sucks. Um, but you know it. You know anything we can do for you, let us know. Um, we've also been kind of going back and forth with about uh, Smallville and uh, Chuck. He says he's a big fan of Smallville. He loves Supergirl, and he's a big fan of Laura. Vandervoort, who plays Supergirl, and she's also in the new V remake. And I forgot to look up who she is in the new V remake. So that's very cool. Yeah, we are definitely uh, 
looking into getting into Supergirl. Uh, we've even considered canceling our cable and then going with a DVD subscription service like Netflix or because there's a lot of series that we uh, that, we that we've missed. missed out on and and with cable we just we have with our DVR we have so much goddamn TV to watch all the time we can't rationalize paying for a DVD subscription service especially when we have food well yeah and we already have a collection (laughs) of like 1200 DVDs so it's tough for us to be like let's get more movies on top of all of the TV we already watch so but uh um we definitely want to do Smallville. We definitely want to do Chuck. Um, there's a little uh, back and forth about Twilight. Oh, yeah. And I did want to make a comment because I never replied back to his email about the Twilight thing. Um, I know that Slick will not want to do a whole episode on Twilight because he won't really have much to say. But if I can get a bunch of my girlfriends together, we will do a Twilight episode. If I can get a couple of my girlfriends together, I'll do a Twilight episode. And if if your sister wants to call in and, you know, it, once we get the, once I figure out how to do the whole we Skype thing. We got Skype, yeah. Um, I'm totally down to do that. So uh, I'm not going to say it's going to happen tomorrow. <laughs> but maybe either closer to the new moon release or maybe a little bit after I'll start talking to my friends. Yeah, and if if your sister's not listening to podcasts, um Mrs. McFavorite, I I kind of pushed her on it. Um she listens to some of of our favorites like Toy Break and uh uh VOR, Voice of the Republic, IHN, Internet Holonet Radio. Um, she listens to some of our favorites, but I really pushed her to be like, you have interests outside of mine, seek out podcasts on that. And she's now yeah. listening to MuggleCast. And- yeah, MuggleCast. And then, oh, God, is it called? Uh, let me look at my iPod. Keep talking, sweetie. Okay. That's going to be kind of hard. Here's the mouse. You can No, my iPod's right Oh, over your here. iPod. I thought you were talking about iTunes even though you said iPod. But anyways, um push her into podcasts. Uh, again, I don't push my friends into our podcast because I know they could give a shit about toys, but I tell them how amazing it is to share stuff like this with other people. You know, if you're into trucks, there's a podcast. If you're into the military, there's a podcast. If you're into comedy, there are hundreds of podcasts. If you're into horror, you know, there is a there's- podcast for anything you want to listen to. It may take you listening to five or ten different shows to get into it. To, to figure out well, to figure out what's the best ones out there. And hopefully, you know, hopefully you don't find a better toy cast in the future and listen to it instead of us. But if you do, more power to you. If you're well versed in the stock market, there's FX Options Weekly. <laughs> there's a name drop. <laughs> um, but the ones I listen to is Imprint, which is a Twilight one. Um, there's Pottercast. Wait, where did. Uh, yeah, Pottercast. Um, Twilight Series, Twilight Series Theories, which I haven't quite really gotten into yet. And then, yeah, yeah, those are the two I listen to. And like I say, we've, I've mentioned some of my favorites that are more on our subject matter. You know, my favorite, 
um my favorite uh masters of the universe casts you know my favorite uh, transformers casts that kind of stuff but definitely push people into podcasts i i think a lot of people are out there would like stuff so much more if they knew there was other people out there that liked it as well um he also had a correction for us uh originally we said Wettaworks, the people that did uh lord of the rings all the special effects and all of that were based in australia they are not they are actually based in new zealand uh my response to him was i knew it was one of those places where the uh toilet spun the other way when you flushed it so um we also mistakenly said in a past cast that he uh, liked the G.I. Joe movie um, or thought that it, he thought it was a good movie. Um, he actually thought it was a bad movie, uh, but was the funniest movie of the year. And I agree. I, I, like, I like that it was corny. It was popcorn. It was cheesy. I mean, that was the best part about it. Uh, he also mentioned that he liked the background music that we were playing last time. Uh, we started off with some background music today that was probably not your forte. Uh, but last time was essentially, it was our party mix from the summer, super summer birthday bash uh, for Jessica and a bunch of our other friends' birthdays that are all fall in August. And it was all DJing compilations. So uh, I think you had MTV's Best of the One and Twos, which uh, don't worry about that MTV part at the beginning. It is one of the best DJing CDs out there ever. It starts in reverse chronological order. So it starts at the time. Again, this is probably a 10-year-old CD. Uh, some of the most new stuff coming out, a lot of stuff from uh, Jurassic 5, um, a lot of the underground DJs, and then it moves into older and older and older school till you get down to some uh, Grandmaster Flash, uh, Cool Herc, some of their DJing. So uh, that's one of my favorite. It had some Funkmaster Flex, which if you're not listening to, one of the best mixtape DJs ever. Uh, don't start off with Volume 4 and Plus. It, it kind of got commercialized. Uh, volume 1, 2, and 3 were amazing. Old school DJ mixtaping. Um, there, I believe there's also a DJ Hubert. Um, there's also one of them were actually my, I think I talked about this on the last time was one of my, uh, my last all vinyl DJ mixtapes that I made for Mrs. McFavorite when we were, uh, just dating and then, um, and then another one in there. So thank you for that. We love that music. Um, we actually was going to do new CDs, and we didn't. We just put on Jessica's iPod, and she had a completely random mix of some of my favorite songs, which... Were all 80s yeah, music and say. all wham and... <laughs> There's no wham in there. Thank there you very much. The only wham song I think... Well, there's a couple, but anyways. Well, there was... Well, it's not wham, but there was Father Figure. <laughs> Founder figure is George Michael. Okay, that's one of my favorite songs ever. Yeah, Anyways. after I learned that that was like a man boy love. Song, wow, that I don't think I don't think about that, that anything about George Michael a, 
after 1990, when we, af- which was okay. before the time we found out. It was rumored to be a Nambla song. <laughs> well, yeah, it obviously is, and that's very disgusting. But anyways. He's like, I always thought of this song as us. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, really? I've got six years on Mrs. McFavorite. So <laughs> considering I was 25 when she was 19 when we first started dating, it was a little bit of a father figure now she just fucking gets mad when I try to, <laughs> try to father her. Like, you're not my daddy. <laughs> um, and lastly, uh, he brought up the Masters of the Universe movie, which has unfortunately been canceled at this point. Warner Brothers and Mattel have parted ways. Um, Mattel has retained rights to the the property itself with rights to sell it to anybody any other studios um but joel silver was originally going to be connected to it as the producer or one of the producers that's i was kind of excited about he's done some good movies in the past uh that is no longer the case so live action masters of the universe movie not in the cards in the near future um but still hope for it so is the movie made and it's just no, shelved? No, they, they had several scripts for it. There's oh, been okay. several scripts leaked uh, to not great reviews, but again, they're scripts, you know, that kind of thing. So and it's all open to interpretation. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was so close. It was supposedly, you know, going to start casting soon. And once you cast, that's when you pretty much know a movie is going to get made. But... You know, well, because sense, because when, when you contracts ca- yeah <laughs> contracts exactly so um, let's see that's it for listener feedback and questions we want to welcome some of our new followers on YouTube we've got twenty two Pokemon um, which looks like he does some reviews of Transformers and uh, has favorited some uh, Beast Wars two openings. Uh, he so he seems pretty much transformers uh we also got legendary meta's channel whoa which this is mean kitty song in hd i i didn't watch that one mean kitty mean kitty oh these are all his favorites he doesn't have any videos that's right these are our favorites of his so he really likes the mean kitty stuff uh okay all right next up (laughs) sorry no offense i don't get it i just need to watch the videos no problem opinions to myself uh welcome new twitters uh kellyans which is cal that we meet at san diego comic-con and i feel so bad i still don't remember his first name don't say that oh don't say it sorry and then uh, we got SMC, which is actually short for Saturday Morning Cartoons oh. or Saturday Morning Central. Sorry. Saturday Morning Central dot com. Uh, oh, there's he, cartoons right underneath it is what you read. Yeah. Um, he is kind of a cross fan from Branded in the 80s. Click on um, that. He is actually. Click on what? That one. Morgan Freeman naked. I got to see what this oh leads to. Oh, my God. This is not going to. Oh. A Morgan Freeman, a Morgan Freeman action figure and bodysuit is what it is. What I don't get is this 
dock. That's like a Mac dock at top. Anyways, um, <laughs> oh, that's like his la his monitor above and beyond it. But anyways, uh, <laughs> he has tangent. some he has some great posts about uh, old school shit from the eighties, um, cartoons, shit like that. So follow him on. Twitter and again, Kel from Kellyans um, does some amazing independent toys. He does them all homemade right in his house. None of this China shit. Um, so follow him on there as well. Uh, he does some great stuff uh, in resin. So uh, next up is new Facebookers. It looks like we have the whole doll family following us now. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jamie. We've got Slap Doll, Saline Doll, and Machete Doll. Um, or Machete Doll. Machete. Um, so check those out. You can see links to their pages. Uh, we also have Eric Minkin. And, of course, one of our good friends, George Gaspar, is now following us on Facebook. And again, uh, these are the people that follow us on Slick McFavorite. If you follow us on our personal stuff, it doesn't get on here. Um, so if you're following us just to get your name read on the podcast, you probably want to follow Slick McFavorite. Along, um, with, their, along with our personal pages. Because I'm really bad about it. I have a lot of really great conversations with a lot of you guys. And I don't think about telling Slick to put... And it's, stuff up. and it's no big deal. I mean, but, like uh, I say, our slick is our slick account is really our open to open yeah. your toys account. So when you send messages to there, um, those will make it onto these notes. So, well, just like Mike Burns was telling me about uh, how Kevin Smith had come out with a lot of comics that are unfinished, and he's rather frustrated about it. Uh, and I was like, "Wow, really? He has those?" He's like, "Yeah, they're not done." <laughs> And I'm like, you're not going to see him anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so thank you, everybody. Uh, especially thank uh, Vern Phillips, Tater X, for sending us the voicemails. Uh, Jamie and Mike, thank you for being uh, communicating with us, you know, especially Jamie. I've had a lot of great conversations with him online. Uh, thank you guys for following us. We really do appreciate it. Again, that. That's why we do this. Community is why we do this. We love you guys. Uh, so next up, grab bag. Last section. Thank God there's only three hours four, and 45 minutes. <laughs> four items. <laughs> I I'm going to keep it. my mouth shut. All right. First up, Transformers watches. Uh, Sabertron.com posted a new post about some... It looks to be higher end. Um, watch designer Tony, how would you pronounce that? Simonetta? Either Simonetta or Simonetta. I'm not a big watch guy. So Tony, Tony Sima or Somo Netta uh, has come up with some new G1 and Revenge of the Fallen inspired watches. Um, what I really like is. Uh, the numbers have been replaced with letters, so you get an Autobot, a very classic black and silver Autobot watch, uh, where Autobot appears at the top, dots for the other numbers. Again, pictures on our on our uh, uh, show notes as well as online. If you just look for Transformer watches, I'm sure 
The Decepticons is what I really like because it Decepticons all has 11 letters, so it almost takes up all the numbers, and that's what I like. You just have a classy dot right at the top. Yeah, I do like that. Um, and then you have a normal Autobot symbol, which is very classy as well. Uh, just dots for the numbers. And again, these are all like classic watches, you know, uh, long hand, short hand, second hand shit. And then the Bumblebee is crazy. I mean, again, if it, nice. if I was a watch collector, I would rock this one just because it is so fucking cool the I way they did it. Oh, crazy. So it's all like... <gasps> it's all a dial that turns and there's just a line. So the whole fucking watch turns. And that's how you tell... As to the hand. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. The design isn't my most favorite. It kind Around it? It almost looks like a watch yeah. you'd get from Burger King, like those Star Wars watches. Remember those yeah. digital ones that were a face, you know, and yeah. had a digital? Um, but it's a Bumblebee from the movie. And and it is. I it's really, really like that cool. concept. That yeah. is an awesome concept. So I really like that. Again, not being a big watch guy, Mrs. McFavorite bought me my most expensive watch ever at oh, as a Christmas present. So I don't think we ever found out how much it cost. Yes, but. because I'm that person that was raised not to tell people <laughs> how much their gifts were. <laughs> And I'm that person, but she doesn't care if they're a surprise person. or not. Okay, let here we go. Let's go. Let's tangent this real quick. <laughs> you are that person that will never say how much you paid for a present, but you don't give a shit if we open them all up the day before Christmas, or the or the day before the day before Christmas, or if I just see it in your car. No, I was really upset that you saw your anniversary <laughs> gift in my car. <laughs> just, I just had to pull that punch right there. Um, but I'm the person that likes I don't Likes to give, tell you what kind of deal he got well, on it. Well, li I like to tell you the story behind your present. On the deal but, you got on it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's really important to me that you open it on christmas you know yeah that's his big thing well see the way on how your I, birthday or whatever the way how i grew up and especially with christmas birthdays or whatever is a different story but christmas was was that it was a family tradition of christmas eve we would go do midnight mass at my midnight or well we're lutheran so it's not really midnight mass it's the it's midnight just, service yeah um, and then after that, we would go over to my grandparents' house. We would have, they call them noshes. We'd nosh on food. <laughs> we'd have pigs in the blanket and all kinds of cookies snacky and stuff. snacky stuff and all kinds of great stuff and open all of the presents over at my grandma's house, which would take until about like, well, three, four, five in the morning. And then we'd go home and then we'd sleep in late and then we'd open all all the presents at my parents' house. I was a spoiled brat. That's yeah, what it I was is. Say, that's, I think that's what comes down to it. I had four presents when I was growing up. She had 29. So yeah. it's a lot easier to split up your presents when you have that fucking many. Per family. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah, I was. I was spoiled brat. We weren't rich by any. I was just spoiled. Well, yeah, your your family did for family, and that's the way it should be. Yeah, so that's how that's how our Christmas Christmas thing went. So like our first Christmas together, I'm like, we're not opening any gifts on Christmas Eve. He's like, what? No. We and I'm open like, one. That was my tradition. Oh, that you was get painful. One I was like, every gift has to do with the other gift. How are we gonna <laughs> do this? <laughs> so yeah, it it was one of those. It's one of those things where. I don't really care about knowing about how much you paid or that. And it's a big deal for them. They, you know, that should be that it's a gift. It's not, there's, there's not a money equivalent to it. And I agree with that to a certain extent, but some of your present, like your $30 Yoda saber I got for you. I mean, that was a story. But anyways, uh, next up, the gr- <laughs> I think he's just proud of how much he's <laughs> how how great I do with how much I spend. I don't spend very much, and yet I get you some awesome fucking shit. Yeah, but our our limit last year, I did a damn good job, and I didn't tell you how much I spent on any of it. Well, and that's also a thing too is we have a limit, so I feel like I have to explain myself how <laughs> how we can have a fifty dollar limit, yet you have three hundred dollars worth of shit, you know. Same here. I know. That's why I want to hear the stories. I am very, very sneaky. <laughs> uh, so next up, uh, we get our a look at an amazing custom classics gray skull. So a gray skull uh, from Masters of the Universe, he man, uh, built in the scale of classics. So we're talking about six inch figures here. This is just absolutely freaking amazing. It is it, pretty. It was all based on foam core. Uh, the outer part is all clay. So a lot of these cracks are like natural cracks and stuff like that. Like, That's like really cool. they would they would cut the shape of the crack, but then they let the clay dry and it would crack naturally and shit. Oh, they would. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's just amazing. And there's stories about, there's stories about how they made it and stuff like that. So check out our show notes to link to it. I forget. I think I saw this on. Is it black light responsive or is that just really good? It's just really good uh, photography. It's just fucking really good toy. I mean, if you, you do this good at customs, you get probably pretty good at taking pictures of them. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, so that was, that was the classics one. And then the one that's even fucking crazier is we get the 2002, uh, uh, version of gray skull which is even crazier i mean look at this oh it even breaks it down real scroll yeah back it even up. has scroll back up it tells you it says what's in it oh yeah three feet high three feet crayola high. clay foam core plexiglass wow Wow. Yeah, I mean, just amazing. These amazing. are absolutely gorgeous. I mean, look at this one. This one's like the full castle, too. It's not just like the classics version is more like the original vintage one where it's just kind of the face that folds, uh-huh. you know. But this one has a drawbridge, as moats and vines. And, oh, my God, it's just freaking amazing. So um, check out our show notes. This guy is... Uh, here, let me, what is it? Joe Amario. 
uh, .net. So even if you don't want to do the notes, if you're sitting at a computer. J-O-E-A-M-A-R-O dot net. Yeah. Go check out his shit. He does some amazing shit. And it's great how he explains how it's done. Um, so next up is a Adat costume spotted <laughs> at Dragon Con. And I tried forever because I saw a better Adat costume. And you couldn't at, find it? And I couldn't find it because this thing is dominating all search oh, results. Oh, right now because Dragon Con's going. Yeah, because it, it just on came now, out. Or is it it's still, over. It's over. That's what George and Aileen were out on the East Coast for. Okay. Um, so... Um, this Adat costume is it's a couple's Adat costume, so it, it's very cute. The other one was a couple's one, too, but it was more cool and probably a lot harder to get around. And I, it fucking kills me that I can't find it. But anyways, here's this Adat costume. It's one of my favorite vehicles in Star Wars of all time. It's been picked up by countless, countless blogs. And there it is. <laughs> uh, I was expecting more, but that's oh, actually on. really that's cool. Very cool. I was like picturing people all like. Well, see, and that's how the old one was. Uh, was like no, the whole is. person cool. was was a leg, you know, was was you know, the whole arms and everything was a leg, and the whole adat was shoulders and above. Uh, and crazy. I can't believe I can't find it. Well, yeah, I this one's see. a this one's that's a little cool. cheesy, but it's cute. You know, look, they've got they've got the little legs and everything. I don't think they should be wearing flip flops. They should be wearing like gray shoes to match the oh, legs. If I were president, and I why would the fuck would you wear a watch? Flip flops. Why would you wear a watch? I'm like, you're in a costume. Don't wear your fucking watch, dude. But anyways. Who needs to know what time it is for edit time? So it, it's kind of no, cute. No, it is. It's, re- it's really cool. Don't look at the picture it is. I mean, it, it's very inventive. They put, a, obviously, they put a lot of time into making the body and the head. Yeah. I mean, they didn't just go out and buy that. Well, yeah, and to be stuck together. Could you imagine if we were stuck that close to each other for a whole day? Let alone a whole <laughs> what's funny is we could never do this because look at the angle of this like compared yeah, to his that's height one hell of an angle. ours would come down like that well you see know? what we could do is we could um it would we have could to go be on a, your shoulders no we could on. go as a downed at at <laughs> like the one they wreck where it's all like leaning forward yeah, face into the, the snow the um Gets tied around their yeah, ankles the, and get pulled. Gets pulled. Yeah, the See, tow we could cables. Do that. Yeah, the to- yeah, we could do the tow cables wrapped around our legs and everything, loose enough to walk. That's a good idea. There you go, baby. Um, last up, and not allowed uh, to wear flip flops. <laughs> like I said, if I were president, I'd outlaw them. <laughs> I would. I hate them. Okay, last up, and we're just going to watch this because we can kind of actually let's we'll turn it up here while we watch it. Well, no, um, I can. How can can't, we do can't this? Can't I cut this? this? I can. I can't. I I don't know how to edit video, but I can cut the sound in just like um, I did the trick or treat. Yeah, we should be able to bootleg. We'll try to bootleg this. Um, oh, we'll try to what, illegally what? download this to put it on our <laughs> podcast forever. Everyone to see. Yeah, for there to be permanent record of it. But anyways, we're going to play it right now because Mrs. McFavorite has not seen it. She saw the original five minutes. Don't turn it up. I'll just, I'll stand by the speaker. Oh, don't do that. Just, we'll we'll get the audio of it. Okay, just hit play. 
Okay. So this is the trailer for Something, Something, Something Dark Side, the new family guy. That is yet to uh, flip and come out. This is the story of Star Wars. So this first part is just recaps of the original family guy. I'm going to talk over it, so if you're trying... Logo comes up. It's a dark time for the rebellion. The adats are just rocking. <laughs> oh yeah, it will let us Come on Luke, join the dark side it's really cool. <laughs> oh, so, that was awesome. It wasn't nearly as good as the footage we saw at San Diego Comic-Con. Oh we got God, to I see like wait. five minutes of it at San Diego Comic-Con. But of course, they don't allow recording or anything. Um, our little illegal downloader is showing that we will be able to download and rip this video. So, so we have now we'll officially put, put ourselves in jail. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put uh we'll put the video in it's the uh commercial break before this segment we'll put um, the so sound you'll have, like i said i don't know how to edit video yeah no that's what i'm saying so baby you just rip this just like you would a youtube video like we do all the <laughs> just kidding no but all I'm, the ta commercials I'm talking we do. about like video i know how to take the audio from it yeah that's all we're going to do we're not going to put the video on our podcast well just as long as everybody knows that oh I, well baby they're listening to an audio podcast i'm sure they don't assume they'll be able to <laughs> they instantaneously look down at, they look see down video. at their ipod like oh shit <laughs> there's video <laughs> uh, so we'll put this the the audio will be and there's not much audio there's only a couple jokes which is kind of sad but uh the yeah. link, of course, will be in the show notes. The audio will be our commercial break into this segment. Um, and then you got to hear our commentary. My whole, like, two comments about it. Because I gave him the stank eye. Yeah, she's like, I'm trying to put the mic up to the TV. Well, I was pointing <laughs> the mic With to your high-tech high technology, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyways, thanks for listening, guys. Again, this was another fucking marathon. Here's your tangents. What does the time read, Mrs. McFavorite? 402.3. We started recording this at, what, 4 o'clock today? And it is now 9 o'clock. <laughs> Mountain Standard Time. This is it's about an hour to Mrs. McFavorite's bedtime. Yep, we're gonna watch some Sopranos, and I'm going to bed. Ah, <laughs> uh, American's Best Dance Crew. Oh yeah, America's Best Dance Crew. And so, we'll probably have to watch the Sopranos after that. Yeah, because I get really you get frustrated. all hyped up during <laughs> American's Best Dance Crew. They're setting them up to all lose. It's just. <laughs> 
all the best crews they're setting up to lose anyway okay. okay all right enough of that thank you guys again Thanks, everybody yeah thank you everybody for listening thank you everybody that has oh we totally fucking forgot about the details and i'm so glad we left it to the end again so if you're still listening to this <laughs> the details of our contest i know we kind of left it open-ended on our last cast about what we're doing so um when you know that due? if you that's what I'm getting to. You know, if you do a voicemail and send it in to us, you're entered into the giveaway. Um, we will ship you a great selection of swag from the cons we've gone to. Um, we didn't have a deadline because I wanted it to be something important and I knew an important date was coming up. It turns out that October 7th will be our one year anniversary. That Aww. is the one year anniversary that we released our pilot episode, our zero zero episode of Open Your Toys Cast. Um, so that's going to be the deadline. We are going to do a podcast on quote. Wait, when is in when or is I don't know. 7? That's why I haven't. That's keep why I'm not saying you. we're going to do one on that day. Well, but we're going to do one on or around that day, and or release one. Or well, we couldn't release one. We'd have to do the podcast on that. So we're going to do a podcast on or around that day, uh, where we're going to randomly pick the winner of everybody that's left us a voicemail. Again, it doesn't have to be a voicemail; it can be a recorded MP3. We, um, we just want to hear your voice. You you can call us up and say "fuck you," I hate contests, and and you'll you. be entered. <laughs> and I might actually just pick your name and say you. Don't win no i'm just kidding but uh um we'll send you this great swag out you'll be able to experience some of the con as we experienced it if these wrap-ups weren't enough for you again we just want to hear your voice we want to know you're listening you get to hear our voice we want to hear your voice so again october 7th is the deadline we so want to make jamie this Dahl. a cheers moment where everybody knows your name. Yeah, exactly. We, <laughs> Jamie, you've got three weeks. Get her done. All right. Let's get this shit done. We want to hear from you guys. Saber, if you're not still listening to the podcast and, and you don't send us a voicemail, you're one of the first people to send us a fucking voicemail. Come send on, us a dude. voicemail. Um, that's it. Thank you, guys. This is Mrs. McFavorite. And this is... Slick McFavorite. And we'll see you next time. Peace.